What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another edition of the Boxing Voice Radio. I am your host, Nesta Gibbs, joined alongside Ringwalk Danny. And today we're going to be talking the cancellation of Chris Eubank Jr. versus Conor Ben. It looks like the fight is being canceled as Eubank is having what Conor Ben is calling daddy issues. Uh, it looks like Chris Eubank Sr. wants to pull his son out of the fight, Danny. And I quote, my son's life cannot be put in danger. I've already lost one. It can't happen again. And, and I can't knock a father for not wanting to lose a son. But that being said, his son did say that if he loses to the smaller welterweight in Conor Ben, he will retire. So I don't know if this fiasco today is a way out of the face-offs words where he says there's no way he could lose to Ben or he'll retire. But what's up? Good what, afternoon. What's up, brother? How you feeling? I'm you, good. A little jolted. This black coffee you gave me, it's like, it's it's Some good strong. shit. Yeah. Strong, bro. Yeah, no, I was uh, obviously disappointed to hear that Chris Eubank Sr. has pulled his son out of the fight. Mm -hmm. A fight that I personally was looking forward to. Nothing I was asking of beforehand, but definitely something I wanted to see once it was announced. It was extremely intriguing, huge size, weight, and experience advantage for Chris Eubank. Uh, so I wanted to see the fight play out, but, you know, we'll see what's to come. As you said, Connor Ben has posted a picture where he had just finished sparring and he said, no daddy issues over here, something along those lines. Yeah, so that's right. Wasted no time to take to, shots. To take shots. I mean, and rightfully so, you know, um, it would be very unfortunate. Obviously, it's a, a little less than a month out for this fight. The date would have been October 8th, uh, and the fight is a catch weight of 157. But there's a lot of people speculating as to whether or not this is actually going to get canceled. And if this isn't just the more experienced Chris Eubank Sr., who's been around the block once or twice, looking to get his son an advantage where he may feel he's at a disadvantage. We'll see. You know, uh, we did see Hassan Rockman Jr. attempt that in his that didn't work scheduled well for him. fight with Jake Paul. And as you said, that did not work, work out at all. Not in that fight, at least. He, he does have an opportunity now with Vitor Belfort. But nonetheless, we'll see. You know, Hassan and his team, I feel that they pushed too far. They asked for too much. So we'll see. Uh, I think in the next 24 to 48 hours, we'll get some more answers as to what's to come. Uh, maybe they move it to a full middleweight limit of 160 pounds. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what's to come. I'm sure Chris Eubank Jr. has something to say about it, right? But that's the thing. If I'm Eubank, excuse me, if I'm, if I'm Connor, I, I don't want you to move the weight. I'm already technically going up two weight classes. Anything above 155 is 160. So, you know, if anyone's at a disadvantage, it's Ben. Absolutely. You know, Eubank Sr. wants to make it seem like, oh, he can lose a son because of dehydration. Well, Connor Ben can lose his life. And before anyone thinks that Chris Eubank isn't built like that, go watch the Nick Blackwell fight and then check where Nick Blackwell's at. Um, you got to be careful. Connor Ben is no slouch. I, I mean, 
You seen what he did to uh, Yeardum. Chris Eubank, you mean? That's what I meant. That's what I meant. The junior. The junior. You seen what he did to Yeardum. You know, you, you, he moved up to 68 and fought Reginald Quillen for the IBO. You know, he didn't get knocked out by Billy Joe. He beat an Olympian in James DeGale at a high weight. So it's just like, we can't act like the danger. Like it's, like it's Eubank that's, you know, he has all the advantages. He's been naturally the bigger man. He's a very fast fighter. He punches in combinations. Now on the face-off, he did say he's not sure whether it's going to be Roy because he says a fight like this, it's legacy. His father fought Connor's father. So he wants his father in the corner. And he's a little bit jealous that Connor's father is all on board. Connor's father is there. He, they're already working together. So Eubank Sr. at the time of taping, which was the same day of the press conference, that's why he had the same jacket on, um, he said his father hadn't even reached out to him to confirm or deny whether, whether he was going to be the trainer. So maybe Ben is right. There's some family issues over there. But what I took out away from that face-off is that um, Chris Eubank Jr., I want to say the words were like absurd amount of money. You know, he's like, look, I won't lie. Why am I taking this fight? Because a legacy, it'll never happen again. The names, and yeah, it's an absurd amount of money. I won't lie. There, I said it. And that's pretty much spot on, right? So it's like, there's a lot of money on the table. I don't know. I think this is just to build hype. There's no way he walks away from it because he said his, he said on that show, that his father already told him not to take the fight. And he still took it. And then he tried to clean it up and say it wasn't for money, but yes, it was a hell of a lot of money. Now, the, the other thing is, they're calling Connor the B-side. But it's, how, how is he the B-side? He offered Eubank the fight. He, he, he set the weight. And he set the purse. He sent the amount. It's his TV. Like, I don't know. The dude that was interviewing him is weird. You can't be the B-side. You're bringing the network. You're bringing the purse. You're pretty much bringing the fight. And he said it to Eubank's face. He said, man, look at your trajectory and look at mine. And he's right. Eubank is his name. He's the son of a legend. But Connor is a star on the rise. Let's just be real. In the welterweight division, Danny Garcia versus Connor is a huge fight. Anybody versus Connor is a huge fight. Do you think he'll beat those guys? That's a different question. But... Because of who he is, because of who he's with, matchroom, I, I think Connor's right. Who do you think has a better trajectory as of today if they were not fighting each other? Yeah, no, I would have to agree with you, Ness. I would have to say Connor Ben. You know, for one, it's a it's a more attractive division. Mm -hmm. It's a more financially benefiting division. Uh, as of lately, historically. You know, a lot of our pay-per-views have came through the welterweight division. So, no, I would have to 100% agree with you, Conor Ben. And obviously, he has matchroom behind him, too. Big time. Eddie, Eddie knows what he's doing. I, I mean, does he, though? I, again, I go back to Chris Eubank. It, the three pounds doesn't matter. The man's been in phenomenal shape his entire career. And he's never had to, I, I, I want to say, like, 
No, I think the three pounds matter. Hold on. I think the three pounds matter. I don't know, man. Now, I, we're going to see this guy make that weight very easy. Now, when have I, you seen him out of shape, bro? No, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. It's not as much like, yeah, three pounds ain't that much weight. You know, 160, to me, even though he ain't fought at 160 in a while, to me, it's like, that's something that he's familiar with, something that he's done in his professional career. Now you want him to do something that he's never done, never seen as a pro. Yeah, no, I think I think it is a, those three pounds do matter in that sense because it's it's a unfamiliarity as a pro. It's something you haven't had to do, something you haven't had to see, a weight, a, a number on the scale you have not had to see before. So I think in that sense, both mentally and physically, it was going to be challenging for Chris Eubank Jr. Now I don't know that we'll ever find out. Well. Eubank Sr. suggested he could go down the legal routes to prevent the fight. Now, the, the Sullivan brothers insist they heard nothing from Eubank Jr. as he's just been sparring. So, you know, we don't know exactly whether or not it is off or not off. Um, but I, I'm going to have a little bit more details in just a bit. Because uh, the person that broke the story, his name is Daniel Matthews. Ironically, Daniel. His mm. name is Daniel. And uh, he did put out an article. It is on the DailyMail.co.uk. And um, do you remember that this fight, wasn't it initially at 162? Or what? That was like the first rumored weight or something? Yeah. Uh I don't. I, I didn't know that, to be mm. honest with you. Um, I feel like this fight just moved very quickly. Like, from the first time we heard about it potentially taking place, I feel like it. Every, everything just transpired rather quickly, um, you know, to where it was an official announcement. Well, listening to the face-off and watching it, again, um, they sent him a, a, a huge offer. It was obviously one he couldn't refuse. And then you factor in the legacy, right? It's like you get the opportunity to not give that family revenge. You know, Eubank gets the opportunity to kill the hopes and dreams of a family while Connor gets the ability to avenge his father's name. He believes his father deserved the win in the draw. And obviously, he wants to avenge the loss in the first fight. So, they they got me, man. And Connor is so confident. But I know you, Ben. I've watched him for years. So, if he can make that weight, if he can rehydrate properly, which is too huge ask. You know, and, and and two things that we have to wait for the, the night of. But if he can make that weight, man, Connor's in hella problems. I think it's not just the way. It's the way he rehydrates and puts the weight back on, you know. I think that's where a lot of fighters and just teams uh, go wrong sometimes because they don't know how to do it properly or they're in a position where, you know, they've, you know, sometimes you ain't fighting. You a middleweight, but you ain't got to make middleweight. So you're never making 160. And now you make 160. You have to make 160. You don't know how to add, put that weight back on. So I think putting that weight back on was going to be something I'd be, I, I would have been concerned of. Um, 
you know, just because, like I said, that weight cut, man, it's it's dangerous when you've never done it as a pro. I'll be real. I would have preferred Eubank to train with Roy Jones Jr. in Pensacola, Florida, in that humidity to get Absolutely. it off. But how, I feel how like... How humid does it get in November, though? Or I think or the, I, I want to no, say it's right humid now, year round, especially like right during now. the day, bro. Nah, remember, he said it gets cold up there. He said they get snow. No, they definitely get snow, especially up there. But I feel like it's humid year round out there, man. That 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 morning time is crazy. But yeah, let's go ahead and bring in our first guest. We have former IBF champion from uh, Las right Vegas? here in Las Vegas, and you know it's a special interview for you and me, Danny, because this makes um, one of few trifectas, right? Like I think uh, this is only our second one. The, I think this might be the third guest that has been to all three studios. Okay. Uh, but but that's why it's special. Um, so we're going to be having Ishe Smith join us right now in studio right here live in the Wynn Casino from the Blue Wire studio. Ishe, how are you, man? I'm good, man. Thank you. How y'all doing? Thank good, you for good. being available, man. We appreciate you uh, making history with us and being, you know, one of the few guys that have been to all three of our Las Vegas studios following our journey. Man, that's what I love to do. History. Yeah, man. I love so, to see y'all winning too, man. Appreciate it, man. Thank you, man. You looking good yourself there. Man, you know, I don't I don't drink, you know, and you're a fighter. You gotta what you do in camp is what you gotta do out of camp. So I, I never did drugs. I don't I don't drink. I don't do none of that stuff. So that's why you haven't seen me blow up and like some of these fighters you see uh that fought my way get big over the years. I I don't do none of that stuff. And I don't really work out like that either you know once you take your body through that for so long you just it's not thrill for me to go out and pound that pavement like I used to well you're definitely holding up because you look like you still work out for <laughs> thanks, sure man. Man. thanks man um so obviously uh you know we we're talking Chris Eubank Jr someone I'm sure you know because he's trained in the Mayweather gym and and you've trained in that same gym he's taking this fight on with Connor Ben the latest news is that Eubank Sr. wants to pull his son out of the fight in fear of losing another son in the ring due to the catch weight of 157, a weight that Eubank has never made. Again, you've been in the gym with him. How big is Eubank and how dangerous is it for him to try to come down to 157, a weight he's never made? That's tough, man, because you can't, um, you can't sign off and, and and do all these things for um, make the fight and then say you're willing to do it and then like in the middle of camp just say oh I can't my son can't make the weight he's gonna um, pull out what about all the other parties involved well you know what about what about you know Connor you know what he's been doing in camp so that's very unfortunate um, you know I haven't made 54 and God knows how long I haven't fought in three years, but if I come on here and say, I'm coming back, I'm going to fight this guy. And then everybody starts building up this promotion to say, I'm going to fight this, do this. And then, you know, in camp, I pull out. That's bad business. So hopefully it can get done. Um, you know, it's a big fight. I think fans definitely from overseas was looking forward to it. So mm -hmm. hopefully it can get done, man. I don't know if he can make it or not. Only uh, he really knows that. Uh, if he can make it or not, if it's really going to affect him. The fighter probably would know better than his dad would know. 
So, but hopefully it gets done, man. Like I said, he's already invested a lot of time. They had the face off. They've already agreed to all the terms. And you just, you don't want to do business like that. It's hard to to make it in this game as is. You don't want to do business like that. From a history standpoint, how big is this fight? It's intriguing because of the, you know, the history of it. But it's more for them, though. I, I would think... Uh, for them being across the pond yeah, or for yeah. them being the two rivals themselves? The two rivals themselves and from across the pond. Uh, I think it's big for across the pond and now the fans are missing out because the dad says this fighter, his son can't make the weight. So that's very unfortunate. And like I said, you don't want to do business like that. Well, according to Daniel Matthews, he says sources both inside... Uh, both from both sides of the camp insist the fight will go on as planned as only the boxers themselves can pull out of the fight. But on a video call involving both Nigel and Connor Ben, Eubank Sr. told Sportsmail he would not allow his son to fight below the 160-pound middleweight limit and pleaded for his rival, Connor, the father, to help. That's tough, man, because... Um... You know, I was real private in camp. Uh, you got it. <laughs> I was real private in camp, so you don't want team members doing that. Mm. You know, you don't want them talking like that. So I know that's his dad, but you still don't want people talking for you in camp. You want to kind of keep everything in-house. Especially he, on something like that, right? right? Yeah, you want to keep everything in-house, man. I wasn't, when social media became big towards the end of my career, but... I was always like, what you're doing in the gym, keep off of social media, what's going on in sparring, keep, you know, those are sacred sessions. I, I Still to this day, I haven't told anybody about all the sparring I've had with some great champions because those are just sacred things, you know, whether I got the best of them, whether they got the best of me, whether I knocked them out cold, that's just not something I talk about. Mm -hmm. Like, I've sparred guys as, as, you know, little as when I fought 47, I sparred Diego Corrales. And... He was my boy. That's just, you just don't talk about, you know, those are sacred things. And now everything is so much flashy and everybody wants to be on social media. Everybody wants to show you everything they're doing. And I just didn't get brought up in that era. I mean, it's a it's a damn if you do, damn if you don't kind of thing, it, uh, in my opinion, because, you know what I'm saying? As you were saying, some people come off as flashy when they're posting things on social media. Uh things like that. Others like to keep things private. Right. So they right. don't post. Right. But then, I kid you not, if a fighter don't post, you'll have some people like, shit, he ain't been in the gym. He ain't posted he in the gym. He ain't been in the gym. Not right. only that, though, I mean, Crawford gets that knock. Like, you know, he, he doesn't post enough. He doesn't help himself promote himself. Mm -hmm. But they know who he is. I, I think there's an element that you have, you gotta have some type of privacy. There's a reason why you don't see what's going on in NFL camps or in basketball camps. You got to really be there. And I don't think you should, I mean, hitting the pads is one thing, but I don't think everybody should be open. Hold on, hold on, hold on, champ. They literally have open practices for, for fans to show right, up Right, right, if you want to show up. But me sitting at home, I can't tap into just a live camp every day and see exactly what they're doing. And I, I think there's an element that you should keep private of what you're doing and if you don't think i'm working that's fine i know when i'm working right. you know i know i'm working and i get it we're in a different age now this is a social media age like i said i didn't come up in this age my space had just taken off when i was in the game so 
I'm not used to this age, but if this is what people want to do, but Ishay, seeing guys like a, a Jake Paul and these social glove fighters from last night or this weekend, like seeing people who do have a social media fan base come into this game and make all this money, get all this attention. I mean, I don't know who the hell was fighting on the other night, but Earl tweeted it. I follow Earl. Earl laughing at dumb, but I'm laughing at boxing because the the tweet Earl tweeted, that video highlight had 2.4 million views. I I can count on one hand dudes that's doing over 2.4 million views on a highlight reel. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I think we need to embrace... So I mean, I get it. There, there needs to be some level of privacy because you are a competitor and you don't want to give everything away, but you also need to sell yourself because Jake ain't finding nobody tough and he made 45 million. Right, right. So, right. you know, this guy, we got to find a happy medium. They they got to start fighting the fights. That's so important um, to, to fight the fights, man. These promoters got to come together and make the fights. These network, networks got to come together and make the fights. Um, but unfortunately, man, when you got these promoters with these egos, I really don't think it's the fighters. I think it's more so the um, promoters, man. It makes it hard to do business. And it makes it tough on the sport when the best aren't fighting the best. I, everybody says Dana White is this, Dana White is that. You know, he's monopolized the um, UFC and he doesn't pay the fighters. And that all may be true. But at the end of the day, the best fight the best. I mean, you can't deny that. The best fight the best. And um, in boxing, we don't get that. And that's a knock on the game itself. I mean, I, like- I mean, I, I feel like we, we had it during the Don King era, right? You'd have... You'd have one card with three Hall of Famers on it, you know, but it was again now the Dana White knock where it's like the fighters like, oh, they ain't making as much or they ain't getting the money they were supposed to be getting. So it's like we did have that, but it's like pick your poison. Which one do you want? Do you want the good fights or do you want the fighters mm-hmm. to make money? Because it's kind of hard to do to to get both. Right, but what these fighters got to realize too is you he, that man put that, he built that company up and he made it what it is today. I remember when Dana had nothing, just was a regular guy in the gym. He built, Where else are they going to get that money? I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I could sit here and knock and say, these fighters are waking, making way more money than when I came up. And when they came up, the games changed. And they agreed to that money. They agreed to that. And where else are they going to get that money? It's not like combat UFC type of sports. It's just popping all over the tube. You know what I'm saying? Dana has monopolized that sport. They're making good money, and uh, unfortunately, that's just what it is. I mean, just like me me coming up in the era that I came up with, not in the social media age, not in all this age, I wasn't able to capitalize like a lot of these fighters making the kind of dollars that they're making today, and that's just what it is, man. But at the end of the day, well, you, as a fan, you want to see the best fight the best. You had an advantage on on most, though, because you had the contender background. Like, that put you on national television, which gave you a boost that not many fighters got. That I'm still recognized to this day um, from being on that show, which Mm -hmm. it it did give me a platform. I had already fought on Showbox, like, multiple times. And I had, on the boxing level, I had already been on TV, but the contender took my notoriety to another level. But if you if erase everything and you contender never happens and the contender airs today and has the same fighters that 
air, fought on it back when I was on it in 2004, 2005, we're all multimillionaires just because of the way the game has changed and the way social media, we're all signing multi, multi-million dollar deals to with this company, that company. I, I mean, the, the game is just different now. I, I mean, I don't think that's true. They just did it a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Which I, one of those guys because, is the multi-millionaire? No, because it had already, I said, without it airing, just make it, and you got to realize what oh, they was okay, on. Okay, 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 so put it... You saying the first time the it first came time out, it if came it was out, today, if okay. it was today, if you, t- you you take the platform, I agree. NBC yeah. back then, and you put it today, NBC, me, Sergio Mora, and the same cast, I agree. we're all multimillionaires. It's just because of the the, the environment has changed. You no. know, social media has changed. People are on social media making millions of dollars, and and they're just posting. So it's just the 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 environment has changed in sports a little bit. So you don't think, because obviously the last contender that they did, it was like on a different network. You know, it was different guys, obviously. But do you think that if not the contender, that something can be put together, something similar to get these guys that exposure? Or do I, don't, you- I don't know, because it's like you've been there and you've done that. And you did it on a big, big stage. You did it on NBC. I just don't know if you can capture the souls like they did that first season. Like a lot of us are still recognized from that first first season. And I became a world champion. Sergio Moore became a world champion. Uh, K-9 became a world champion. And he wasn't even on the first season. But I just don't know if you can you can capitalize on it. It's like the first coming to America to the second coming to America. It's just like it didn't catch the audience that they expected. I just don't know if they could, maybe one day if they do it, but I, I just don't know if it can catch. This story's been told. What were some of the things you did not like about the second contender with Andre Ward? Uh, because I, I, I liked it outside of the fact that, you know, it wasn't these huge names. I knew everyone. It wasn't someone that I didn't know. So, you know, I felt comfortable with them. And then Ward was there, which was a bigger name than usual. Obviously, he's not as big as a Ray Flores in boxing, but Mm -hmm. for current day, Andre Ward was big, and they had some big trainers. Wasn't Freddie on that one? Yeah. um, It's just hard to kind of repeat that success we had. Like, we were being seen in almost 10 million homes every single week. Wow. So... Uh, and and the show still NBC didn't pick it up for a second season, and we were being seen in ten million homes. I tell you, this is per episode. Per episode, it was like seven to ten million every single week. How didn't they pick that up? I know. And to this day, I swear to you, not I still get recognized from that show, and I don't think their investment into the game was good enough. If they had really invested in the boxing. And they have really, like, brought in some good people to lead the company and to to really invest in the game. I think it would have been better to keep it going. Because, you see, UFC has still kept that, see, and that would, thing going with the the fighters, you know, that has the kept ultimate that, fighter. the ultimate fighter has still been gonna going. I was going to make that argument. I'm not going to lie. I was sitting here, and I, I'm, like, pulling up, and I'm like, okay, y'all came out around the state. They aired two months before mm-hmm. y'all aired. I'm like, they got 30 seasons. But at the end of the day, it's the same shit. The same reason the fights could get made because they own it. They own it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's like, y'all work under us. So regardless, it's like, 
and to me, it's also like a, a part of your process. We say like boxing don't have you don't have a path in boxing. Yeah. You create your path. Right, right, right. For some fighters, that's part of the path because if you win the Ultimate Fighter, you know you get signed to the UFC. Mm. That's right, like right, your graduation. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you still can't like I was gonna make that argument with you because I'm like if the UFC doing it, why can't boxing doing it? But but it's funding too, though. The UFC has funding because they right. th they have a model that is self-sustaining. They can show that, like, because they're also one company. Like, we're right. so fragmented that we can't really go to any network and show what we can do because the truth is we can't do what we can what we want to do because someone's on a different network or with a different right. broadcast or a different promoter. And it's well, you got it's crazy. I think it was sixteen of us. So you got 16 personalities living in one house. And they came with us with that model, that same idea of we're going to build this and we're going to fight in-house. You guys are going to win contender belts. And we're going to, and you're talking to, you know, me, Sergio Mora, who had, you know, we both had extensive, successful amateur careers. And I'm like, I'm not doing that shit. I don't want to be only fighting in-house and, and all of that. And like, I want to get back into the boxing world. I had already, like, what are they talking about? And I think they were trying to take that UFC model, but that's just something a lot of us didn't want to happen. And, and it was, was the, it, but obviously it was the money not good enough to keep you in house. Well, I, with them, listen, I, I fought my ass off on that show. Sergio Moore beat me on a split decision. It was a, my first loss. Um, I never got to see, like, the fight itself, every fighter wants to see the fight, especially when it's so close. I wasn't happy the way my relationship ended with them, and I wasn't happy about some things that was happening. I'd wanted, I was young, I was undefeated. It wasn't a person that didn't think I was going to win that show. I went on there with a fucking chip on my shoulder, like I'm going to beat all these guys, and I fought that way. And when I came off of it, I just didn't feel like the negotiations for me to fight a couple of their guys on a couple of their shows were were fair, and I just wanted off. It's like, you're going to pay Jesse Brinkley X amount of dollars for, for me to go up and fight him in this weight, and you're going to pay me less. Like, I'm not I'm not rocking with that. Like, pay me the same, and, and let's do it like that. And negotiations just didn't go good, and, and, and I wanted off. And I, I think that that was the misconception that they they had like everybody want to make money in this game, but nobody wants to invest money, mm -hmm. and that's the problem. Um, you got to invest a little money to make money, so you got to be willing to lose a little bit before you before you before you make it. Like not every company starts off in the green. Like you're gonna be in the red for a minute, but you gotta you gotta be like let's do it here. Let's let's go here. That's why you see Jane Prince. Still winning, still winning, still signing fighters, still doing this thing. And he's quiet. He's one of the quiet ones. Like, you don't see him all on the on boxing shows. You don't see him outspoken. He's just still winning, man. And he's been around since my hanging with Diego Corrales days, you know, and he's always winning. And it's happy that I've known someone that long that's still winning in the game. So what about for you, man? What's life after boxing, man? I mean, you have the mind. You can obviously train someone, manage one someone's career. You you right, you've right. you've obviously made the contacts in this sport that mm. it wouldn't be hard for you to bring a fighter up and give them a better upbringing than you yourself had. The game, I mean, I, I got a love and hate 
relationship with the game. I mean, the game is good, but you got to be careful about, like, the people in the game. And that's what I tell fighters all the time. I, you know, I was arguing with a fighter yesterday on social media. I happened to open this message, you know, went to the little private section, clicked. He's like, spar me. I'm like, bro, (laughs) I'm like, bro, I've been there and done that shit. Like, I'm not getting my ass off my couch, go to the gym just to spar you. Like, I sparred everybody. Well, you did this. You, you didn't do that. You, you, nobody, like, bro, I, if that's what you think, great. Like, I don't have a career. Andre Ward is one of the best fighters. He retired undefeated. I don't sit at home mad at Andre Ward because he retired undefeated, and I didn't. I set out to make a goals when I was eight years old. Like, I want to be Nevada's first champion. I want to win a world championship. I want to fight on network TV. I want to do, every, like, everything I asked God to bless me with, he did. I don't care Amen. if I don't care if Devin Haney makes a hundred million dollars and he retires a fucking billionaire. I don't care if Floyd Mayweather Floyd Mayweather is known as the greatest fighter that ever lived to this day. Like I wasn't going out to compare myself with nobody. I set set goals as an individual, and I got in the ring forty times and I fought my ass off 40, 40 times, and I'm happy I accomplished everything. But the game, man, is just not. You know, it, it's it's a love and hate relationship because you get in situations where um, you have people tell you this, you have people tell you that, and it's just rough. Like I haven't been to a fight in 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 years, man. I haven't like been a to, live fight. I haven't been to a live fight since I fought Erickson Lubin. Wow, get out of here! I swear to God, like I Damn. haven't been to a live fight when I fought Erickson Lubin, and that's just because honestly, I wasn't ready for Lubin. I, you know, physically, I, physically and mentally. I was not ready for Lubin. But I don't use that as an excuse. because He I, was the I, first one to stop you. Yeah, he was the first one. And I said to myself, like, you know, I'm not going to make no excuses. And I said that after the fight, I said Lubin would have gave a young Smith some fucking problems. That kid is good. Mm. I say I would have fought my ass off. But, you know, I just dealt with a lot towards the end of my career. And when you put yourself, like, I put myself in a situation to where I let somebody somebody cousin kind of dictate what I was doing. And when I wanted that same, you know, I made you six figures in your career. Like you got six figures off me. You would think you would do the right thing. And when you don't do the right thing, you know, I I have to do, I have to move differently and I have to look at you differently. And I got nothing but love for that side. Like Floyd, Leonard, like we made history. I always love them dudes like them, my niggas. But at the end of the day, like, I don't have to be indebted for you. Everybody may see me comment on something. They'll be like, that's fucked up. He ain't this. He ain't loyal. Like, I'm not indebted for you for life. For the rest of your life. I'm not indebted for you for my life. If I have a story, I'm going to tell it. Mm-hmm. Like, I was told one thing, and, I, and I'd rather you be honest with me. Like, I signed with Lou DiBella. I was with Lou DiBella for, like, three fights. Me and Lou did great business together. He got me the Fernando Guerrero fight. He tried to give me a fight on ES. They ain't get you the Jacobs fight, too? Yeah, he got me the Jacobs fight. Mm. And... He said, we got in a situation where a fight was coming up and uh, ESPN didn't approve me. I'm like, How what? The f-? Yeah. And what I'm state? Like, yeah, I can't remember, right? And uh, Lou went to bat for me and he really fought. He like went at ESPN like, this is fucking insane. And I was supposed to fight somebody. Lou sent me some training camp money and I, the fight didn't end up happening. And Lou was... All love, he said, listen, man, I'm not going to hold you back. He was like, it's not really nothing I can do for you. Listen, don't worry about the training camp money. 
when you make it, I know you good for it. So just get me back when you make it. When you mm. if you get a fight, shout out to Lou the yeah, He said if you get a fight, just get me back. I know you good for it. So I got a fight. My first fight with Mayweather Promotions, I sent Lou a check. Nice. Like I'm I'm a solid and everybody knows like when you promise me something I'm 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 real. Like if I tell if you tell me, listen, I'm gonna promise you this, this, and this. You do this and go do your thing. I'm gonna make sure you get it. And I go out there and do it. I expect that. Yeah. Like I and I, I'm from the bottom. Like before I signed with Mayo, the promotions, I was good. Like I was living my life, chilling. Like after the loose shit, I wasn't even thinking about boxing. My man said, listen, let's get in one of these training camps. Let's let's go. Let me get you with Cotto. Let me get you with um. Let's try to get you with Floyd. Because, you know, everybody would call me for that style. De La Hoya, Fernando Vargas, fucking Vernon Forrest. They would call me for that style. It's like, you need some money in your pocket. I'm like, yo, killer. I'm good. I don't need no money. Like, I'm good. I'm happy coaching my kids in football. I'm good. I'm, I just met someone. You know, I'm in a relationship now. Like, I'm good. I don't need no money. Shay, you always need money. Let's go do it. So we we had a comp. He, he put out the thing with Cotto. And then I, he said, I'm going to go to Floyd. I'm going to call Leonard Ellaby. And I'm going to tell him, like, yo, you going to go with Cotto. And that's kind of how the whole Floyd thing happened. I went and, and helped Floyd get ready for Cotto. And Floyd was like, yo, you ain't never, like, and that's my dude. He's like, yo, I remember you from the amateurs. You ain't never had a title shot. And I'm like, nah. And that's how the relationship started. But then over the years, it just started, like, even though me and him been tight since I've been, like, 10 years old when yeah. he came out to Vegas and be sparred, like, the relationship deteriorated. But at the end of the day, if you doing shit under my watch, if I fly you out and I say, yo, you you going to be my sparring partner, I'm going to put you up. If shit go bad, it's under my watch. If you're not getting your food money, you ain't getting your per diem, you ain't getting this. Like, it's under my watch. So you can, comp I can't complain about so-and-so I put in charge of that. Like, it's on me. Mm -hmm. So when I, when I, when I come, when I come to the dude and I'm like, yo, y'all told me if I beat Frank Galarza, I just took a 30,000 hit, like, out my purse. Like, I, I agreed to fight Frank Galarza because after this fight, I'm going to get a title shot. When you tell me that don't happen, when 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 I beat him and it don't happen, and now you got me going here and there, and now I'm all over the place, fights ain't happening, you make more money, you put your family in a better position to win. I don't got all this crazy-ass jewelry, but I'm sending my, my kids to Gorman, I'm, you know, I'm putting myself in a better, I'm in a better neighborhood now. So I got more expenses. The fights ain't coming and I'm doing my thing. If the fights ain't going to come, just say, hey, you got to go do something else because the fights ain't going to come. But don't have me out here. And because at the end of the day, all I care about is my fucking family. That's it. I don't care about shit. You can say whatever you want to say about me. But all I care about is my six kids, my family. Like, that's the only thing I care about. I want to make sure they good. Like, and if they good, they good. And, it, you know, I had a couple fighters, you know, help me out and take care of me during that time that we were going through our shit. But, you know, and I miss them dudes, man. But I had to separate Wait, myself. Wait, you ain't in touch with nobody. Nah, man. I had to separate nobody myself. Nobody Jack? Nah, and I love Badu. That's my... Badu helped me out, man, when I was fucked up real bad. Like, I was... I'm talking about fucked up. Because I feel like Badu, Badu. Jay Leon... Ashley... Ashley, 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 that's the old TMT. That's, that Ashley helped me out when I was real fucked up. And, you know, them are my dudes. And I still owe them, Bob Ware, I still owe them dudes to this day. Like, I got to get them back. And then, you know, but I haven't forgot about them. They know. What do you mean get them back? 
because they helped me out. Like, they knew I was fucked up in the game, and they were like, uh-huh, man, here goes some paper for you. Like, wow. I got you. Don't worry about it. I don't want to see you out here like this. Because it was a time where, the like, I wasn't fighting. And I'm like, yo, like, you said this. Like, this is what you said. Motherfucker, I done made you like 100,000 since I signed with you. Like, this is what you said. If I did, this would happen. And it just, I had to, like, just go live my life. And, and um, like, I, I'm a warrior. Like, I picked myself up. I picked myself up from the brink of suicide, man. And even when I lost, like, my, my, my ex-wife got murdered, man. I picked myself up from that shit. And now I got to take on the responsibility of raising our kids by myself, you know, at that time with my fiance. But it was a big adjustment having to go from, a, like, a, a co-parent to now I got to bring my three kids into my house and take care of them myself. So that was my only motivation. Like, man, what you got to fucking grind. What ages were they? At that time, that was 2017. So my son, she got murdered like 2017, like right during the J Rock, like and right after that, I was like, "Fuck, man!" And and I was starting to feel that like pressure, like the game is getting the best of me. But I hate to say it, like the 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 murder like revived me as a man because I now like I got I got a do this more shit. Responsibilities. I got more responsibilities. How old were the children though? They were still in high school and elementary. It was five years ago, so my oldest is, uh, my my oldest now, is he's 16, so he was 11. My daughter was 10, and my son was only 15. And you had three others And I had, I had, uh, I had a kid that me and my girl now have together. He's 10, and then I had two that I adopted. But at that, oh, wow, you adopted so, two. I adopt, because, listen, man, at the end of the day, I grew up without a father. If I'm going to be in their mother's life, you're not going to... Oh, end. you adopted her children. I adopted her children. Oh, okay, I'm okay. never going to be like, that's my kids. That's, I don't play that kind of yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm your daddy. I'm the one raised you. That's what it is. So how old were her two kids? Her two kids. My son is the same age. My son is the same age. He, he your was oldest actually, son? Yeah, my oldest son just turned 21. Oh, so yes, it was it good. It was good. And my daughter's like 23. She'll be like 24 this Did year. Did they get along or was they it got, chaos? They, they, got, uh, they got along. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, sometimes kids get older. They they had their own thing. You know, they go their own way. That's fine. But how, at that time, it was good. How long before you got a new house? Because you that's three extra people. Dog, as soon as... Let me tell you something. As soon as I won the world title, I kid you not, When before I won the world title, dead ass with all them kids, we was living in a two-bedroom apartment. Mm. It was me. For how long? For a minute. For a minute, What's we a was minute? A, twelve months, twenty four, uh, like 36? a year, year and a half, two okay. years. We was living in a two mm. bedroom apartment with six kids, and then my kid was born. And it, and it wasn't chaos. How do, no. you? You must be like you run a tight shit that you got six kids right. in a two bedroom right. and they not killing each other and and running you up the wall. Because you know, I've always raised my kids to be better than me. Like, all my kids graduated with honors. Nice. I got a kid playing college football right now, living out his dreams in Arizona. I got a 16-year-old that's very fucking good in soccer. Like, mm. really good. And if he was trash, he know I would tell him he was trash and go do some <laughs> other shit. But he's very good. I have a 10-year-old that's coming up in soccer that's a, a, a pretty good athlete right now. He, he's figuring himself out. But I run a tight ship being that I don't beat my kids like I got beat, but I let them know this is what it is. Like, be better than me. 
don't be what I was. Be a better student than I was. Be a better individual than I was. Be better than me. That's all I want you to be. Whether you playing sports or not, like the sports journey is just me on the ride with you. Mm-hmm. Like, but I want you to be a better student and be a better person than me. He like, should, hold on, hold on, because you know we got on. He never answered the question. The question was, would you manage a coach? It, it would take a lot to get me back in the game just because of the way the game is. Um, it would take a lot. It would take a, a fighter that's disciplined too. Like it would take a fighter with the same mentality I have. Like I don't want to be managing you and you drinking and shit outside of camp. Like you mm-hmm. got to be some. You got to respect. You know, an old timer told me right before my cont- right, right, right around that contender age. Like right, he told me he said you can't be a part time fighter. I said, what you mean? He was like, number one, you can't go work no job. He said, somebody tell you you can work and be a world, world-class world fighter is bullshit. He said, get you, if you got a woman, get you somebody that's going to support your vision, your dream. And I said, okay. He said, another thing is, what I mean by being a part-time fighter, is you can't do alcohol, drink, and shit out of camp. He said, you cannot do that. He said, a lot of fighters do that. And I took that, and I ran with it. I never did it. And that's why you don't see me blow. I've been around, and I know you guys have probably seen fighters that fought my weight, they big as hell now. Or you see fighters drinking and all of that. And I just, I never wanted to be that. Or you see fighters that stay too long and you be like, damn, dog, he fucked up. Like, mm-hmm. he can barely talk. And, you know, we we talk off camera and shit, but I didn't want to be that, man. And after I fought Lubin, I was just like, yo, I'm not going to be that guy. Like, I'm not going to be that guy out here trying to get a check, this and that, and I don't need it. Like I'm, I'm content. Like I don't, I don't. So I don't what, is it true? Is it true that that Lubin fight was supposed to be co-main event on Showtime, but because of your feud, um, you know, with the promotion, that they chose to bump that off TV to the stream? Well, the way he beat my ass, I'm glad it got bumped. <laughs> 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 and, and everybody, everybody talked that shit like, yeah, Lubin did too. Some, yeah, motherfucker. You also see me in the locker room after the fight. I posted me talking to him. Like, I'm never going to shy away from my ass whooping. Like, I, I, I beat many asses in the gym. And I got my ass beat a couple times too. And I go home like, shit, you got to figure that shit out. And you got to do this. You got to do that. I would go home and that shit would not rest well with me. But you got to know when to fold them, bro. And yeah, the promote, me going at it with the promotion was just, it was, a, it was sad, man, at the end of the day. And I think that's why a lot of people, my closest knit group came and was like, we don't want to see him so fucked up like this. But Ishe, like, you you with Mayweather Promotions, why not stay and seek a job within and change? Because you on social media, you like an activist on social media with boxing. Let's be real. So but, it's like, why not make some change instead of just voicing your opinion, voicing your opinion, voicing, telling us what's right and what's wrong. Try to change. Get up the, in there. The last, Get in a commission. You I'm in Vegas. Say, be part of the last, The last 20, let's go 25, 20, 20 years. Who you say was the best fighter the last 20 years? If you, fighter? Fighter, fighter. I mean, Floyd. Okay. He's from Vegas, right? Devin Haney's from Vegas, right? Mm-hmm. Well, they've they've made Vegas their home. Yeah, right. They made Vegas their home. Don't you think it's kind of weird that you got the best fighter in the world on promotional company? Devin's been with two promoters. They haven't been with him. You know, you got Shakur Stevens. These guys are all looked up to him. 
but you can't change something that don't want to be changed. And I think when when he lost, when he retired, his vision changed about what he wanted to do for fighters and where he wanted to be. And like I'm like, yo, like you're not the same, dog. Like you you're not the same. Like, and I'm like the wrong one because I'm gonna call a spade a spade. I'm not I'm not with all that, um, you know, that all that ass kissing and laughing at every joke. I'm not with all that shit. So But 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 are you saying that he handles more the day-to-day operations? He's not a no, face like he you was, being in there he, as a VP or he was more he was more involved, I think, when he fought. He cared more. But that's he, what I'm saying. Now he that retired. he is not, though, now that he is not. Is he still pulling strings or is he more of the face? I, like I think he's what fight? I don't know any. I don't know any fighter. And then listen, I'm separated. I follow the game from social media, mm-hmm. but I'm separated from the game. But at the end of the day, I don't know anybody they got besides fucking Tank. Is Badu even with them no more? Because I thought Badu fought overseas. Only one I, motherfucker I know that's with him is Tank in that relationship. Well, they got re- that new guy, right? Jaha Tucker? No, no, no. That, no, no. And that's the, the top rank. You and thinking, the, uh, and the one guy left. Jalil. Uh, yeah, uh, you thinking of Jalil Hackett. And the one guy left. Richardson uh, Hitchens. Richardson Hitchens left. So at the end of the day. But that's because there's not someone with their best interest there. Because, uh, you know, you've it, heard the stories like, nah, I don't mess with Bob, but I, I rock with Todd DeBuff. So right. it's like you could be that other person. It's always that group, uh, that those fighters are always gonna be second tier to to um to, to to the PBC guys. Because mm. we the Mayweather fighters, the Mayweather fighters. Are always, I don't want to be involved in that. Wow, I, I I don't like I I lived it. I fucking lived it. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be involved in that. Like I wish them well. I, I I wish them all the success, but I don't want I, I got the broken promises. Mm-hmm. I was told one thing and it didn't happen. I, I saw pieces move that shouldn't be. I saw people get opportunities that I was supposed to get that was on that PBC side. And I'm like, yo, but I was it, you're always gonna be second tier to that. I don't want to be involved in that. Mm-hmm. I will go help top rank. I will go take a position at top rank before I help. That side. Well, that's fine with me then. But I, mean, I would help that side first. Do you feel? Do you feel you would be an asset to boxing? And if so, what position at a promoter or at a promotional company do you feel would be best suited for Ishay Smith? Is it talent uh, or maybe fighter did, relations? No, I was gonna say, or maybe being part of the commission. Maybe. Yeah. I would like. You know what? I would be. I would like to be like if you two were promoters. And you guys were signing fighters. I would like to be the one to keep them out of all the traps. So what, like all the traps in the game, letting them know how the game is, how the to train. relations. Yeah, how to how to how to train, how to conduct yourself as a fighter, how to in and out of camp. I'm more like that because I don't want you to see you fucked up and make the same mistakes I make. And we talked about it before, like. The same thing, like, a lot of people probably won't come over here and be like, yo, this this shit, he right, this and that. They may say, no, he wrong, and this and that. But at the end of the day, like I said, I was there when Lonnie B was beating motherfuckers and was promised this, this, and this. And then months later, I saw Lonnie B work working a fucking security job. And I'm like, yo, like, like what the fuck? So people can disagree. One thing about me is I'm never going to cap. I'm never going to lie on something. If you ask me something, I'm going to keep it 100 if you ask me about sparring, 
I tell you, yeah, I sparred him, but I'm never gonna tell you I beat his ass. I did this. Even if he said, if he says, oh, I beat his ass, I'd be like, he didn't beat my ass. But at the end of the day, I'm never gonna tell you what sparring was like. I never talk. I've never talked about no sparring with anybody. Not like, not even if it went bad for you. Not even if it went bad. Mm. Not even if it went how many, bad. How because many years you think PBC got left? I don't know. You, I mean, they, they they can't they from they, the outside looking in. But are they operating they, in they, a way that they gonna exist as long as top rank? You know what? I don't know. I know they're losing the battle of getting the talent like they used to get. Yeah, and I think the battle like the top rank. Um, Jay Prince is a mastermind. You know, a, a fucking probably is a billionaire. Mm. Got so fucking much money. He got his own island. He got his own island and. He don't even take fighters over there. His to PBC. To PBC. His fighters are with top rank. Yeah. Yo, and it's crazy because uh, he, like you say, he ain't vocal. He real quiet, nah, low-key. But, but he, he involved. He don't involved. take him to the zone either, though. No. He's only with top rank. You know, because, it might be an alliance but, thing. But I think top rank does the right thing. They know how to promote. For a certain for amount a certain, of time. For a certain amount of time. But you got to remember, and I told people this back in the early 2000s, back like early 2000s, they they didn't have um they didn't know how to really promote black fighters they didn't think we were marketable enough mm-hmm. like we wasn't getting at those opportunities and i think they had after they lost floyd and floyd went and blew up and did what he did like they had to kind of change that thing and now you see Shakur over there you see so many, and the young kid the young kid is fucking great the Olympian, I think. Oh, Keyshawn Davis. Oh my God, mm. he's fucking great. You man. know, he's actually in camp out here. You should yeah, go check him he's out. Fucking, he's fucking awesome. So you, you know, he thinks he beats Ryan Garcia right now. Dismantles Ryan right he now. He probably does. He's fucking great, man. Mm. He's great. He, wow. He's 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 special. Not listen. I, like I said, I follow all these guys, but it's it, I watch fights, but I don't go to them live. Mm-hmm. But it, it has some fighters. I was like, man, that fucking guy is great. Like he's a, he's a great one. He's one of the great ones, but um, that side just needs a lot. Like if I was like in fighter relations, I would have told Louis Harris, like, "What the fuck are you t- fighting Von Alexander for? You just beat Jared Hurd. Like, what are you doing?" I mean, it's a stay busy though, but bro, he, he, you it was another to, chat. You have to capitalize you on have your momentum. A, on your momentum, but if they ain't giving you nothing. And this is all this did. That's his fault for okay, not. Well, he, hold on. He needed to get that one. That'd have been two names back to back. He'd look you, better. You, if you're managing a fighter, because you know he took short money on that of fight. Of course. Of course. Do you put your fighter in that position after beating Jared Hurt? Or do you ask for like Tony Harrison, maybe a Lubin, maybe a foot, uh, the tall seven foot kid? Do you try to get a name like that instead of fighting Vaughn Alexander but on it, television? But if you can't, do you want to, as a fighter, if, if, the, if, if your manager can't get you that, do you want to sit or do you want this check with Vaughn? Uh, that's tough, man. And okay. Vaughn ain't no. Dud name like we know him. The public can, knows him. Vaughn can fight. Yeah, Vaughn. Vaughn doesn't do that time. He's a world champion. I sparred Vaughn when no, he was an he, amateur. He had ten years yeah. out. I sparred Vaughn and Devin when they were amateurs mm. at the gym, and they can fight, and they have a very good trainer in Kevin Cunningham. So I knew, yo, you don't take. Just listen. Sometimes. As a manager, you gotta you gotta know you gotta know when to hold him and you gotta know when to fold him. I don't put my fighter after beating Jared Hurd in that situation. That's just me. Even yeah, but, if it's to stay busy, because stay busy I, costs me money. Yeah, stay but it's, busy it's, costs me money. 
it's a perfect world that you beat Jared Hurd and you capitalize off that win and you get a title shot that or an eliminator. A, I don't think you get a title shot, but give me a name. Okay, but that's a give perfect me a name. world. That's you, still a perfect world. You yourself world. said you've seen Broken Promises. You yourself said you know what it is to be on TMT. He was with TMT when he got that deal. My point exactly. But that's also... <laughs> my but that's point also, exactly. But that's also my point. They didn't give you the big name, but they gave you a stay busy name that would have made your resume look better. You coming off with two wins who now. Von, who is Von Alexander with? Lou DiBella, maybe? I, I don't think it was a good fight for him. I think it was going backwards. I, I mean, really do. I, I, they have the people, the puzzle, the pieces there that could have put him in a situation. Only on the PBC side. My, Harrison, my Harrison point exactly. Gotta, but, Harrison my point. Gotta, but Harrison gotta say yes. Cuba Series wanted Harrison. He did what he had to do and beat Hurt. I can't fight you if you don't say yes. Somebody would have said yes. I mean, <laughs> evidently not. That's why he had to I take that Vaughn fight. I don't know. I, I think it was bad business. That's just me personally. It's only bad business because he lost. You know it and I know it. He wins that fight. We not even having this conversation. He shouldn't have never even been in that fight. He should never lost that fight, you mean. That's the That's right thing to say. No, nah, but think about That's it. That's his fault. Think about it, though, Ness. If you on pay-per-view, even if it was of a quality of Von Alexander, or you ain't going to non-TV. He wasn't even on a stream. Bruh, they again. got you. They got you opening Danny, the bro. doors. Danny, again, do you want this Canelo Triple G ticket in the second bowl or not? It's that simple. I think it's bad business. So you tell, you the manager. You are the manager. You tell your fighter to take that. Say you're getting 30%. The fight is only 10,000. Man, probably, I don't know what he made for Jared Hurd, but let's say it's 10,000. You gonna put- For the, your, for the Vaughn fight. For the Vaughn fight. You gonna put your fighter out there to get $3,000 and knowing that it's a tough fight. Vaughn bon has all the motivation right now. But you know what? We sit in there and you know that's how the conversation went. You got the momentum. You just be heard. Get this other win. You can't be denied. That's two names back to back. Like, but you, it's, but, it's, but you it's know, Aries for. In my some, opinion, it's Aries for. You. you know who was told that? And you who? had him on your show? Lonnie B. Lonnie B. Get and this I, guy out the way. Get this guy out the way. Get that guy out the way. And you gonna be on your way. He did it like three or four fucking times. Still, has he got a title shot yet? Thank you. As a manager, that's what I'm saying. Why put yourself out there like that if you know what you're dealing with? He beats Vaughn, then what? He's in another situation where he got to fight somebody off TV and fight another guy that's capable like Vaughn? But at least he got to fight. Now he lost to Vaughn. He ain't got nothing. But always gonna all, be a all he got is, is, let me call out Harrison and say, nobody remembers the fight because it was off TV. That ain't how it works, That champ. ain't how it works, bro. <laughs> That's how, no, he, I, I he agree. He tried to say that. I agree with you that he should have beat Vaughn, but I'm also going to say he should have never been in that fight to begin with. I mean, I, I, I definitely get what you're saying. Obviously, when you talk about momentum. Momentum, bro. You know what I'm saying? I get it. But I Vaughn it. ain't supposed to be on Aries level, especially off the herd when I he shit the bed. He man. did. And I fuck with him. That's my dude. But you shit the bed. That was a that was a lob. That wasn't a lob. Vaughn can fight, man. Can, you just said he lost 10 years. No, I know he, he can, can fight. fucking fight, bro. I know he can he fight, can but fight, he's bro. been beat by lesser men than Aries. It's Aries got to come in there and not fight down. 
Not don't give me those phrases in boxing of he couldn't get up for Vaughn. This fight wasn't big. No, no, you know listen, every fight is big. Listen, if you haven't made it, like you haven't made the money, the world title, you haven't made it, you got to get up every time. You got to get up even when you make it. That's so, my point. I, I do agree with you So there. off that momentum, he should have been like, now, nah, all right, they don't want to give me the shot. I'm going to go in there and beat on this if dude anything, and Cole Harrison out again. Not lose and Cole Harrison out. Look, right. if anything, I feel like you just turn it up more. And you just mentioned the Devons and the Shakors. Yo, I take my hat off to those oh, yeah, guys because the work they put in and I see it. And, and it don't matter who's their and, opponent. And I mm. tell them every time, it seemed like each camp, they just turn it up a notch. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, Dev just 10-2, George. Would you agree? You're right. Easy. Easy and, work. And right, now he going to do it again. And, he might stop him this and time. And I feel like this camp, he just, and I feel like the last camp, he turned it up. And I'm right. like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, those, like, just because you get there, you still got to work. You still got to work. And work. Devin is, Devin has always been special. Like, even though he's, he came from money, his dad has money or whatnot, he's always been special. So I'm not surprised. I love to see guys win. Like, I'm happy Devin's winning. I do want him to see him fight some names as well, but I'm happy he's winning, man. He beat the guy that beat the guy. So it is what it is. Um, T.F. Mimo was the guy. George beat him. He beat George. Eat pretty easy. And uh, I think he's going to beat him again. But like I told people, there's like he shouldn't be going. Yo, he doesn't get that fight without signing that rematch clause. Mm -hmm. So uh, he has to go back. George yeah. earned that right yeah. to have him go back. So Devin, do it again. Beat him again. And then you'll see what's out there, man. But uh, he's special, man. Like I said, it's, it's a lot of great boxers today. They're making a shitload of money at least the promoters need to get with them and and make the fights happen. You mentioned Keyshawn. What uh what other young fighters are you excited for? Obviously, we spoke of Shakur and Devin, but what other young fighters, maybe not world champions yet or, or world champions regardless, but what other young fighters are you excited about? I'm very like one I'm very uh high on fucking the 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 do y'all know Tank is my dude. I fuck I'm I fucks with Tank. Like he's one of the best fighters in the game. To me, just the whole nine. But the the one guy from Japan, uh in no way. Oh man, that fucking guy's he's he's great too. Uh he's he's great. Like he's really good, man. Like he's <laughs> he's really good. I fucks with him too. Um and there's been talks of maybe him uh moving up another weight class challenging Steph Fulton at one twenty two. What do you, what do you, how well That'd do you be, know Steph and what do you think of that fight? Man, I, I, I watch Steph a little bit, uh, but not like I should. Um, but that guy is special, man. That'd be a great, because that'd be a unification that I, right? No, no, no. Uh, I know he's at 118. Oh, so, yeah. If he moves up. Yeah, he'd yeah, move yeah. up. Oh, yeah, right. To 122. Um, I haven't watched Steph Fulton. I have watched the other boy. I think he's good too, the 147 pounder. That everybody's been Boots. talking Boots, man. He he's fucking good too. Another Philly. Yeah, Philly he's guy. fucking good. He's good, man. I like uh, I like watching him. He's good. I would love to see him fight um one of those PBC guys. I think he beats Thurman. I think uh, you know, when you him, you gotta start calling these guys out. I, I don't know what's going on with the whole Crawford and uh fucking uh, you know, Crawford and Spence negotiations. It seems like they're gonna shit. You know, it seems like they're not going to get it done. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't know what's going on, man, or, or why it's taking 
so long to get it done. There's no, he's on the wrong side of the street. He's this, he's that. Man, make the fucking fight already, man. Mm. It's been it's been too long. So, I don't know, man. I have some fighters that I love to watch. I love uh, Terrence Crawford. I love uh, Tank. I think those guys are really special. Uh, the Tank is about the only one keeping that whole MP uh, dynasty afloat right now, man. He's about the he's about the only one they got. I would think I don't know who Badu's with. I think he's with some people overseas. Uh, but Badu just the, his longevity, man, has been amazing. But he's another one that takes care of himself in and out of camp. What'd you think of this fight with Popeye? It was a rough fight. Which one, Badu's? Badu. Man, I didn't watch that. What? I didn't watch it. Yo. I told you, man. I I kind of just I don't watch. What's a lot. the last boxing fight you watched? You say. <sighs> Fuck, I'm trying to think, man. I'm trying to think the last one I watched. KSI? You watched the KSI doubleheader? Fuck no. Fuck no. The last shit I watched was... You know, the, he became the uh the influencer, the the influencer uh light like heavyweight? Like heavyweight chest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got the I isn't it the IFC? The in, uh, influencer like fighting championship, Yo, I think. I watched the UFC this past weekend. <laughs> That's okay. what I watch. What'd I watch. Th- what you think, Champ? I watch. I was uh, tuned in. Uh, Nate Diaz is a I, bad look, motherfucker. He's bad. He did look like he was. I think when he was walking away, shaking his head, I had tweeted like he's gonna quit because in the boxing night they may have called the fight. He looked like he didn't want to fight. Then he came back and stopped the dude. But then when he started talking about boxing, nah, bro, nah, too many mistakes. Mm. Too many mistakes. I, I, so, you know, I'd his like brother to see him versus uh, Jake, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, that, he, that 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 so, would be good. But I'm saying, he just said he's gonna go step into the boxing world to show us how to, to like to show the UFC. Yeah, bro, stay out of there. Mm. Like I can't, right? I can't go in the UFC and just like I don't know why they think it's so easy and sweet to come over here and do. This. Nah, saw, he for sure, he for sure talking about like Jake and like those type of I fights. I hope that's what he's but, talking about. Bro. You know, uh, to be fair though, you know, him and his brother have definitely got a, a lot, lot of, of work training. Yeah, working yeah, yeah, yeah. with uh with Ward. One with of them Ward. used to train with Ward. Yeah, Nick. Bro, Nick I, I, Moore. Bro, I still don't think he is uh bro, it takes a lot. Yeah. It so they takes, can't fuck with Jake? It takes a lot. I'm glad he changed his so, mind on Jake. What you heard since our last interview? Right, right. Well, well Jake is going to fuck with, fuck guys like that up. He is taking... Is he making it out this silver fight, though? He's taking... He's got a good team around him to 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 progress. Guys like Nate Diaz... So you think he's winning... He's beating the silver fight? Because he's an underdog. Hold on, wait, wait. Guys like Nate Diaz, guys like... Uh, uh, the basketball guys, guys yeah. like that, he's going to park those guys <laughs> because he has the team around him teaching him the right shit. Yeah. But when he starts fighting, when he starts, where, where Jake loses me is when he says, in three years, I'll be ready for Canelo. And it, no, don't, just keep doing what you're doing, making mm. your bread. But I don't, look, man, the dude is 47, 48 years old. They say he's a great striker. I don't know. He did beat Chavez, but Chavez is coked up. I, I don't know. But listen. I think he's more of a pill guy. It's, yeah, pill guy, whatever. He's drugs. We know that. <laughs> but um, I don't... That's It's a, it's a, it's a toss-up, man. It's a, I'm more excited to see this than uh, any Jake fight, honestly. Mm. 
And I was rooting for Rotman, and I told Rotman like, "Yo, if you let this dude beat you, you should retire." I, yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I'm ten times but more excited. I'm more for excited this. for this. Ten just times because more. we just don't know how good. Who you leaning though? <sighs> Honestly, I'm, it's a fifty-fifty for me right now. I I can't. If Jake beats him, I'll, especially if he stops him, I'll be impressed. It's a more intriguing fight for me just because of what Silva has done in the striking, you know, with his striking. So, and coming off beating Chavez, who was a boxing world champ, even though, listen, I always say it's not your fault somebody on drugs. It's not your fault somebody didn't train. It's not your fault somebody showed up overweight. Mm -hmm. Like you went out and did what you had to do. So I'm not going to hold that against Silva. But like I said, guys, Guys like the Ben Askrens and guys like that, Jake is going to park those guys. Even probably some of the guys that just start off like 0-0, like with no amateur background, he's probably going to beat those guys too because he has a good team around him. Like he has my former coach who worked with me early in my career and later in my career, and Danny Smith. Danny knows how to... And Danny Smith has trained Fernando Vargas. He's trained me. He knows how to fucking train. He has mm. also a former fighter in BJ... Benjamin uh, BJ. So he knows how to do it. Where they miss me at is when he starts thinking he can compete with like real, real, real fighters. Yeah, that's champ, what he's he missing but, me at. But you got to understand too. Yeah, you got to have confidence. Well, nah, fuck the confidence. Honestly, at the end of the day, he he is a influencer. So he right. got to sell. He, he got to sell. He right. got to talk to his team. I'm not I'm used be honest. to boxing being the WWE factor. But that's what it was that's missing. What, that's Look, what it was missing. And, and, right. and here's the thing. I'm going to be honest with you, champ. At the end of the day, I don't watch WWE. Not my stilo. But, you know, they they Super Bowl, they they WrestleMania, they doing 90 to 100,000 people two days in a row. Right, right. It's not even it's not even a one night event. It's a weekend event now. There you go. They just did a hundred thousand two days in a row at Cowboy Stadium for WrestleMania. Their YouTube channel got ninety six million subscribers. <laughs> WWE is huge, but we got uh Ax Ishe Smith questions here. James Valdez, San Antonio, Texas says, What's your thoughts on Money May and others doing fake fights and exhibitions? Does it help or hinder the sport in your opinion? <sighs> if he Listen, if he's getting paid to go, I'm never going to hate on somebody to to go do it, but if he's getting paid to go over there, more power to him. Um, listen, they, I it's just me, if you're arguably, like he's in a discussion. If you talk Sugar Ray Robinson, um, some of the greatest fighters, from this generation, they're going to put Floyd in that discussion, whether you like it or not. Mm -hmm. They're going to put him in that discussion. Discussion. If you ask me, Ishe, who's your favorite fighter of all time? And I'll say, man, I grew up trying watching Sugar Ray Robinson. I watched a lot of Joe Lewis tape. Oh, you didn't watch Floyd? No. But if you said, I think Floyd Mayo is the greatest fighter, I'm not going to argue with you because he's in the discussion. Why do you want to do that? Why do you need that? Let me tell Bro, you why. Be Sam. happy. Now, let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. He made a living and majority of his career right here in Las Vegas. Now fans all over the world get to see him. He ain't trying to sell it to us like it's a real fight. This ain't the Connor where it's counting for his pro record. You get what I'm saying? It ain't being sold to us like that. I don't even think it's being over-promoted, nothing like that. Exhibition, obviously he making money. He ain't going to do it for free, but he gets to be seen now in places of the you world. Know, fans you know, if I was him, what I would do? Honestly, I, I wouldn't waste my time doing that. If he can go make the money, great. But you know what I would do? 
I would make sure I'm running my company like 50 Cent is running his fucking television shows. I would make sure I have hands-on with my fucking promotional company. Top-notch. We gonna be the best. We gonna, I'm gonna get the great fighters. Why aren't these fighters coming to me? Why is Davis at top rank? Why is Shakur at top rank? Why is Devin Haney not come to me? I want to be the best. I want to I want to have the best fighters. I I'm the best. I'm one of the best fighters to ever fucking fight in this game. I want the best fighters. I want to put them on. I don't want a fighter thinking about leaving me and doing cryptic message messages and he's one of the best fighters in the world and he's doing cryptic messages probably not wanting to be with me no more. Where am I failing as a promoter? Cuz you say you're the best past, present and future, right? So fucking go out there and do it. Be the best. Take over the game. Have Get the best fighters. Get the Keyshawns. Get the Shakurs. Get all these motherfuckers. And, and put them on. Let every motherfucker have to come to you. That's what I would do. Why am I going to waste my time with these fucking exhibitions and my company? Like, what fighters I got? I, I mean, mean, but we were just talking real, about though. Luis Arias. He would have never got that opportunity on pay-per-view had Floyd not took that exhibition with Logan Paul. That's true. We just saw, we just saw he was out but there. But he would have got the fight probably. They probably was working on that fight, but they put stuck it on that, they stuck it on that pay-per-view. Yeah, exactly. They so now your visibility. Now, right, 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 right. You know. But after that. But I'm just saying, as a promoter, if I if my name is attached to it, I want the shit to be the best. I don't want I don't want no I'm half you, ass, I agree. I don't want no half-assed thing going on. Or either I want it to be the best, or I'm like James Prince in the cut. And it, my shit is running top notch. Like, you never hear no fighters talking about James. Like, how it's bad over there. Like, Shakur, all them boys are down. The they getting it in. You never hear nobody talk about how bad it is over there. So, that's just me. I wouldn't waste. You know, he got all the money in the world, bro. Like, you don't see Michael Jordan out trying to try out for fucking basketball teams? Like, bro, be a boss. You a boss. But that's the thing, though. You He's obviously making more money in these exhibitions then he'll ever make off a percentage of a, a hundred fighters. Really? Because I think with sponsorship deals, your name alone, having the best fighters in the world, I think he can think, he can make more. If you top, if you one of the best promoters in the game, I think you can make more. I mean, yeah, but you talk... Instead of, the, instead of the people giving them that billion to Al Heyman to promote the fight, they could have gave a billion to you and your fighters. That's just me. That's just me. I'm saying more power to him. Um, I did go. I out mean, and he do don't him. sound like the type that would have took a billion and parted from Al. He would have still went back to Al. Right, right, right. But I'm saying, let you be in charge. Let you be like you got a promotional company. That's that's just me though. I, I, I'm saying my 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 vision is is different. I I did some one bare knuckle shit. So I mean, if that's what he want to do, I'm not really. I haven't done no exhibitions. Nobody asked me to do no exhibitions, but I would probably do the bare knuckle shit again if I if I had if I if I wanted to. But damn, hey. so if they come if they come in at you to make whatever you made in bare knuckle in an exhibition, I would do it. I mean, um, but I it don't somebody, depend who so, so, somebody said somebody was telling me, oh, you would do it in the heart. It ain't really going out there, it's the training, man. Like, my body just, I just don't have it. Like, to to put my body through them rigorous camps, the sit-ups, the, put, the push-ups, the, you know, how you do a real camp. Like, you say, I don't know how to do a half-ass camp. And so, 
I just I don't know, man. Damn, it take a lot. I was just gonna say just because I don't of know, your man. age, You're right, man? No, I was gonna say uh, you could have did the Robert Guerrero. Didn't he do like the CrossFit and shit? Right, that shit is rough on your <laughs> body. That shit though, ain't man. work for him. <laughs> yeah, that shit is rough on your body. So he tried to do CrossFit for the uh, Floyd fight, man. wasn't it? <laughs> he, he did that shit. Reebok paid him to say that. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't know, man. It, it's the camps. Everybody say that like. It ain't the, it, I miss the game. I miss coming out. I miss the fans screaming. I miss walking out the, the tunnel, hitting the pads in the locker room. But it is the training, man. I mean, that's where the fights are won, right? That's, yeah. where, that's what they say. The fights are won in the gym. So. It's, it's the fucking training. And I knew it, like, going into uh, fucking the Leuven fight. Like, this kid was getting the best of me. I think he's with PBC now. His name is what? Cody? Cody, Cody Crowley? Cody Crowley. He was, like, getting the best of me sparring, bro. And I'm just like, this fucking kid is not that good. And I'm fucking looking like pure shit. Mm. I'm like, this kid is fucking hitting me with everything. And I'm like, I'm, I was like, I can't. It's like, what the Did you, fuck? I mean, it's a waste of a question because you don't watch boxing, but you didn't watch Cody Crowley versus Osisita Lopez? Huh? Oh, did you watch Cody Crowley versus? I didn't. How is Cody doing? He's winning. He beat Josecito. Yeah, I, listen. The kid trains, and he has he has. I think a good trainer. Ibn class. Yeah, yep. He has Ibn, and but I knew going into that fight that kid was giving me hell, in in fucking in camp, and I'm like, bro, I would have beat the shit out of this kid like four, three four years ago, mm. and I'm like, I, I don't have it, but I knew it was my last fight, and that I had to take it. Like I'm I'm in a situation now where I I got to take it. And you know, I had I, I had to take it. I had to take that fight and, and tighten up some stuff at home and tighten up some stuff with some people. And they put me in a situation where I had to take the fight. So it was like, and I hadn't been in that situation, and that made me just say fuck the game because you put me in a situation where I went out there and put my life on the line because I had to take a fight, and I knew I wasn't physically or mentally ready to take that fight because of just everything I had dealt with. And I still went out there and took the fight. But I think, uh, I don't know if he can beat the top guys at 54, but he's a hard worker, man. He's a hard worker, so. And he has a good coach, so. But he's a fucking, he, he, he's definitely a hard worker. I got Canna in Nebraska that says, thoughts on Crawford versus Spence Jr. in the negotiations. What's the hang-up? And is the Haney versus Davis beef real? Uh, the, the I don't know. Like I had a very good source tell me that the fight was done. I I released it before anybody talked about the fight, and here we are months after the fucking first time I came on the show, and it's still not announced. Like I think I talked about this the first time mm. I came to the show, but and November nineteenth is still the date. Yeah. I don't know. Like, mm. it's already about to be the middle of September. I mean, what are we waiting 71 on? 71 days or 68? 68, 68 yeah, what are we waiting on? What are, what, are, what are we waiting on? Why haven't you announced it? So, I, I don't know. But the I think the, the Davis and, and Haney beef is real. Mm. I think it's real. I think, listen, Tank is old school. He don't do shit for likes and, and social media. If he got beef with you and he's saying it on social media, he don't fuck with you. So... I think the beef is real. I know Devin has a lot of pride. I know Tank has a lot of pride. It will be a good fight, but I tell you, anybody fight that boy, they better not let him hit him. I'm telling you, that boy is strong, man. 
So you're not picking Devin against Tank. <sighs> That's tough, man. I don't know if I would pick anybody against Tank. Just because <gasps> I that is like one of my favorite fighters. So and I love Dev. I I just told you how great Dev has been and what you know his father has done. So for you him. don't think his boxing can stay away from the power for 12 rounds? Let me just say this. Devin got hurt against uh Leonardis. Leonardis. If that's Tank, he's going he's he's sleep. But so, what but what if he can take that punch the same way he I took Tank? I don't think he can, bro. Because Floyd, listen. A focused listen, Tank is a very dangerous thing. Madonna hurt Brona, and he obviously hurt Floyd, but Brona went down. Floyd had to shake off that leg on the way back. You understand? Like, he might he might get a Linares, but not go down like everyone else. Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't think there's like no fighter I would think that could. I don't. Th I think he beat. He knocks Loma out. Mm. I think he beats Tiafimo. Easy, easy. I think if he fights Ryan Garcia, he knocks him out. Mm. I think he has to be very wary of Ryan Garcia's power though and speed. I think the speed combined with the power, he has to be very aware of that and box really good. I think Devin will be giving him problems. I think Devin gives him the toughest fight based upon his boxing, his boxing ability. But can Devin really keep that up for 12 rounds? And then what way does that fight happen? Right. Because Devin's been at 35 his whole career. Right, right, right. So, so I, I don't know. I mean, Tank got to do that fight at 35 to make it worth something. Like, why would I mm -hmm. fight you at 40 for no belts? Right. Like, if you fight me at 35, it's for all the belts. Plus, in the history books, it says you you undisputed. I mean, he said he don't care about the belts. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think I think Devin... That's because Devin got him now. I I think the Ryan Garcia and Tank fight is done. That's just a perception I'm getting. And I don't have no insight. No. So I think, I think I the fight... No, we heard differently. Yeah, so I think I'm gonna it's be honest. done. Yeah. I thought the same thing. And... I, and and I hope we wrong. And I hope we wrong, but we was told that um, very good source that they were in discussions. It was a money thing and that now Ryan and Teofimo are actually in discussions. Yep. You know, they're both at 140, so mm -hmm. they're in discussions for Teo's December 10th date. So, so that's what we was told. If, if Tank and Ryan don't get done, who does Tank fight next? Pitbull. Michelle Rivera or Pitbull Cruz rematch? Because he's... He built the buzz. And, 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 and you know how boxing is. Boxing loves to milk something. So Pitbull became you, a star. Do you see, again, your tank's manager, you know what you got. Do you take the Pitbull fight, the if, rematch? If we can't get Ryan, hell yeah. People, people, man, I was at that tank Pitbull fight. I can't, he say it's normal. It's typical that they sell them bands. Anytime a Mexican is fine, but there was a lot of Isaac Pitbull bands at that tank fight in LA. And it was beautiful for me because I was here for the JoJo Haney mm -hmm. and then flew over there. So I got to see both of those back to back, back to back, Saturday, Sunday. Mm -hmm. I want them to fight, but I say all that to say, hell yeah, Isaac Cruz could do. I mean, look what he just did on the Earl Spence undercard, right? But, but and now I'm they brought it back on this undercard. You managing a fighter. That has everything to lose by taking the rematch right now with the buzz he has. You put him right back in that situation, or do you? Hell yeah, my fighter beat him with one hand. It's the public stupid enough to think that, that Isaac gonna do well in the rematch. My right, fighter right. beat Tank. Beat him with one hand. 
Man, I just hate to see that. I don't. I mean, who else he gonna fight? He is, this is the, the fake being, Ali. That's it. The fake, Michelle Rivera. That's the only possible. The, you know, there's just the because they I, killed Ryo. Ryo just got knocked I out. I feel bad because I just feel like he should be right there with all these other guys. He should be ready for the Teofimos and and. But they Ryan. don't want to fight. They don't want to let him fight them guys. The, the PBC side or the other yeah, side. I'm gonna say whoever with Tank because that's a fit. You got you got to do business with another. Right. Promoter. So who would you blame in this situation? Would you blame the tank side or the other side? Are you what who are you blaming in this? From what from what we hear, the Ryan thing is real. So I can't blame the tank side. They trying to make the fight is probably a money issue, but you know, Ryan hasn't he has no accolades. He doesn't. The biggest thing you did was win an interim and then you vacated and not to fight Devin. Like, there's not yeah. much money and, you got. And, and somehow it's no he fact. $2 million. My and, man got $2 million his last fight. And it's so known that, that fact. Right there's the problem. And it's known fact that Mayweather Promotions has already reached out previously trying to make... And he, and he ran off and he ran off and said Did he was fighting Manny. Yeah. He's fighting but, Manny. But don't, don't get it twisted. Oscar was on Twitter, yeah, Instagram, so my Ask Me A Question... They asked him, what's up with Ryan and Tan? He like, bro, I got five weeks trying to get in touch with Mayweather and Allen. I ain't got nobody return mm. a call. You believe that? Honestly, you believe that? I don't believe that. I, I feel like maybe, maybe yeah, they not answering Oscar's calls because they answering Eric Gomez's calls. They'd rather deal with Gomez. I think I, it's hard for me to believe anything Oscar says mm -hmm. when, it will go, when it comes down to, to promoting. Um... I do believe they tried to make it. Whether I, I said that Ryan needs to take, he's the B side. Mm -hmm. He's not the A side. So if you got two million, but it's hard because this is where I talk about inflation. You paid him two million his last fight, so he's not gonna fight Tank for less than two million, and it, it, two million may not be there. He ain't gonna fight Tank for two million. But you know, I think it does good pay per view numbers. Whatever arena it is, it's gonna sell out because mm -hmm. they both have a huge following of social media. So agreed. I just don't, I don't know how, you, if you're Ryan and you fucking just wanted to fight, you could, I just don't know how you don't take it. Even if it's 1.5, even if it's less than what you took, you beat Tank, you're the man. Yeah, but think about it. Think about it. He's had the opportunity from a boxer's perspective to become the man. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? He had the opportunity to stay in that WBC and to tournament. Fight, and fight Haney. And yeah, yeah. ultimately fight yeah. for that WBC lightweight title. That's not what he want. He say he making millions already. My man's was in fucking Milan walking the uh, the fashion show for Christian Dior. Like he, he's loaded. And he was just with Little Wayne and a bunch of football just players did, this just weekend. Did the NFL commercial for the for the uh, season opener NFL. Him, Lil Wayne, somebody else did, did did a commercial. I think through Pepsi or some shit. <sighs> and it's being watched. I mean, you know the NFL owns Sunday, so it's being watched by. What maybe a hundred million homes? Mm -hmm. You you Ryan's manager. You take you go to take way or you just say fuck it. No, I take the tank fight with a rematch clause. One one point four. They offer you one one point five with pay, fifty fifty upside fifty fifty pay per view on the back end. Mm -hmm. I'll take it all day. You take it, of course, of course. You got to listen. We had a conversation with someone who we believe is a good source. They told us that whole promoter. Broadcast the 50 50 deal, that's that's not existing for 15 years. Like the promoter hasn't had to split with HBO or Showtime on 50 50. So that means tank 225, you know, they they getting a bigger cut of that. So 
tank could do 225 and it still be economical. You're not giving right. 40, 50% right. to the provider no more. Mm -hmm. So How much you think, realistic, how much both of y'all think buys they do? Oh, I Let's think that fight, I think that fight, you talking the about Tank Ryan? Tank and Ryan. We're going to break down the, some fights right now. I, now, I want to get y'all. I'm interviewing y'all interviewing now. <laughs> tank, Tank, Tank Garcia. How many buys? I think that the trajectory of Tank Ryan Garcia in terms of pay-per-view buys will be greater than Earl and Crawford. Okay, so what's your number? Just bigger than that. You got to give me a number because I'm going to ask you about Crawford I'm gonna Smith say, next. I'm going to say 500,000 to 800,000. I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say about four to seven, four to seven, four to seven. Yeah. Crawford Smith. Under that. You think under that? I think they do less than, less than. So, you know, whether, whether Tank and Ryan do eight and they do seven, whatever that is, but I think they do less than. I think the world will be surprised that the fight we've been all waiting for isn't bigger than these young guys. Mm hmm because they're they're closer in their prime. One is twenty eight, the other's like twenty three. Right. These right. dudes, my man, my man, birthday in two weeks. He gonna be thirty six. Thirty five. Right. They right, out here right. playing games, man. What, what you think, Crawford uh, Spence? I used to be more, I don't know, hopeful because I, I I thought they would give it its proper promotion. I don't know, man. I think I think it does half a mil. Half, half a, a mil, half a mil to seven fifty. I think I think those two fights do. Yeah, I say about half a mil. Do you think the days of both of y'all? Do y'all think the days of the million no. pay per view buys are gone in no. boxing? No, you seen Keller Plant smack the fire out okay. Canelo and did eight hundred thousand. Okay. But it wasn't a million. That's but, what I just asked you. A million. Yeah, with an unknown Keller right. Plant. You know what I'm saying? Put Canelo in there with Triple G like he's going to happen Saturday. You know, I bet you they get over a million. I you know think, what? Actually, I bet you they get I, over a million. And it's they don't. Fight. I, I bet, bet you they, they don't. don't. I bet you they don't. I bet you they don't. Historically, I, I bet you they historically, don't. the rematch never does as good as the first one. I get it. The, second one, the second one did over a million as well. We've waited so long. This is going to do well. You I bet so. you it doesn't. Yeah. I, I bet you it doesn't. I mean, I'm not going to bet you when the bookies give me better odds than you. Now, you... We, Shout out the to win bet. We, we say that, and I say this to say this. Um, we got Jake Paul doing over a million, I think, every time he fights. I don't know about that. They ain't released that. That's what they say. I ain't see He's that. He's making a shitload no, of money. I ain't, I ain't even ain't heard that. that about the last okay, I ain't seen made, over a million. They said close to a million. The bet ask on, on Trilla, because they ain't releasing. They just releasing press releases. How much, releases how much you think he doing on Showtime? I mean, he definitely, he definitely turning a profit because, as you can see, they letting they bringing him, him back, yeah. and they letting him, they letting him. He he pick his opponents. Okay, he pick so, his opponents. I say that to say boxing is failing. I don't know if we have a lot of million dollar pay, a million buy pay per views anymore. Well, it's yeah, not it's not because of the fight though. It's, it's because it, of illegal streaming. It's illegal streaming and the fights. Nah, they're not. They're not. Nah. And it's high. Bro, Wilder, Wilder it is Fury. High. It it's is high. high. It is high. 84. Look at it. Uh, Canelo number is $84. $85. Like, that's crazy. Man. Don't subscribe, that's insane. Lying. That's crazy. It's Floyd Four. He charged us 100 for that McGregor yeah, shit. Yeah, man. That's crazy. Like, bro, that on top of my fucking cable bill? No, it's, like four, it's crazy. No, nah, I ain't going to lie. At least that no, was... No, boxing fans, are we're the stepchildren of sports. Let me tell you. They treat us the worst. No, no, no. But I ain't going to lie, though. That Badu... I mean, that Floyd McGregor, that was that was a good card. I mean, you had Tank on that card. You had Badu Jack on that right. card. And you had fucking Andrew TV. I, I, I won't complain for $100. So, this Floyd so, so you charge me $100 for TMT promotions? 
<laughs> I, they charge you $100 for Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> exactly. That was, so, so don't talk about the undercard. What is Tabidi doing now that you brought at, him up? At, he just at, beat somebody he, in a yeah, heavyweight. He just, he, just, he was on that Anthony Joshua undercard in Saudi he, Arabia. He beat him? Yeah. yeah. Good look. He good. was supposed to beat but, Spun, but Spun somehow, look, fucking that fight didn't happen But look, either. though, here's the thing. That shit still did the second most pay-per-view sales of all time at $100. Oh, yeah. Mayweather, yeah, right, right, Mayweather right, right, McGregor. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Mayweather's a salesman. Pacquiao did, you know what I'm saying? So Mayweather's a salesman. Pacquiao had the love of the people, but he, he didn't have the tongue of Mayweather. Mayweather was a wordsmith, and that's why he always outdid Pacquiao in numbers. But I got Big Casual that says, what's up, champ? Who wins these fans fantasy matchups, in your opinion? Mike Tyson in his prime versus prime Riddick Bowe. Prime Manny Pacquiao versus Prime Jesus. Tank Davis. Man, uh, Tyson and Bo. Shit, man. I'm going Riddick uh, Bo. The Bo that fought Holyfield the first time beats Tyson. Okay? The fir very first time. The, the Bo after that, no good. And then he was never no good after he fought Goliath all those times. I just uh, think yeah. any yeah. tough, like yeah. tough, tall man would beat Tyson. Yeah. Based off all his tall man fights. Like he, even Danny Williams, like well, he, he just beat, couldn't he handle beat, tall he beat, men. He beat Ruddick though. Ruddick was tall and dangerous, but not. He would beat Ruddick. Ruddick was intimidated in that fight. He was on the back foot. Like who you gotta be. Who you gotta wasn't be intimidated? Evander, Lennox, Danny Williams. These dudes weren't scared. Buster Douglas, they weren't scared. Mm -hmm. it, it, he won with intimidation. He did. As I got older, I realized that. He, he beat did. you. He beat you before you, you got scared. in the ring. But right. once someone stand up to the bully, he was right. little. They, you, you seen Lennox? Lennox just push him down. Once but he wasn't. So he wasn't the same when he now, fought Lennox, though. He really? wasn't the same. Now, no, granted, he wasn't the same. I wasn't watching these fights as they was happening. He wasn't but the same. When I went back, wasn't the the whole thing with Riddick Bowe? Like, wasn't his whole thing his heart? Like you questioned his heart, well, because he had one of the best jabs, if not the I, best jab I, of a heavyweight. I don't right? know. I, don't I never know. questioned. I, I never, never heard that his heart. It was well. about money with Lennox. Yeah, that's I, why he threw the belt away. Nah, no, he, he wasn't wanna, scared. He, he didn't want to fight Lennox though, because Lennox had yeah, beat him. Yeah, but he wasn't scared. Lennox, of Lennox it was about that. money. I think he didn't. I think he was a little afraid of Lennox I because mean, he threw the damn belt in the trash, man. I mean, these promoters ain't getting it right. Like you, the champ, you being underpaid. I mean, why take it? You seen Curtis Harper? He walked out like, and still got all, an opportunity. All Bo did, all Bo did was a, it was dramatics. Harper, same thing. Like they proved they point in front of the cameras. Like Harper, like, all right, you don't want to pay me? Cool, I'm gonna go up here. Y'all think this dude about to get a fight, and I'm gonna shit on the whole promotion live on TV. Soon as the bell rang, I'm walking out. Right. That's what he did. You know what I'm saying? Same thing yo, for and that's, now, bad, that's bad business. Yo, look though. though. You he got, say you that's got bad something. That's Everybody bad said, business, like man. you said, you've been promised, you've been promised, you've been promised. So, I mean, you just gonna keep letting them take shots at you or you gonna you, take a shot back? You can't fucking walk out in the middle of the ring. No, I agree. And I, I'm not that's gonna lie. That's bad business. He said, bro. I was surprised. You can't, you can't offer got... me peanuts to fight the nightmare. Okay, well, well, just pull out. Don't come to the fucking ring and walk out because look what you didn't. You, you, but that's you, the point. You though. will forever be known as a bitch if you do that. Well, he just forever. got. A, well, he just got a fight, and and you know I hate to say this, but he just beat our boy like that. I don't know he about his upset. boy, but he that was, was my boy. Man. He just upset a, 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 a undefeated, huge heavyweight. Christian Thun looks exactly like Vlad. He was undefeated, and and somehow Harper beat him in Florida. 
in in in, in Thun's promotion, Pro Box is Thun's. Uh, I'm so, surprised he's still fighting off of that. They gave him an opportunity. I'm surprised they they will still fight him. I wouldn't if I was me and you was promoting. I wouldn't have put him on one of our cards. So, but that's the thing. We <laughs> we not Showbox. We not Al. We not Top Rank. So Pro Box needed him. He's mm-hmm. still a name and. They got lucky. They rolled them dice, and he he did well for he them. He walked out. No, man. they 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 got unlucky because they he beat no, their I guy. Mean, I mean, in the sense that he didn't do a mockery of the show and actually oh, fought. Right, he actually fought. But the second part of that, I'm assuming you picking Tank because he Tank, said, "Tank, uh, Manny." It depends on which Manny we going with. Prime, with prime, prime uh, Manny. So we're going to go 135 Manny, 140 Manny. Your primest Manny, um, whatever one you want. That's a very They've t- all been knocked out. Yeah, that's a that's a very tough <laughs> fight for Tank, man. That's a very tough fight for Tank. Um, because he was so fucking strong. And I remember him stopping with like, Vada. Just throwing yeah, that out there. Yeah, with Vada. Would, I'm not gonna say what I really want to say, cause I mean, but Manny was strong. He he had some shit that I've never seen before. He was stopping like Shane Mosley, I think, uh Dela Hoya. It it was in Fucking insane. So, just it. I I don't know. I can't look at that fight because I just don't. I don't know what young man he was, but he was great. I got Lids Low Decatur Georgia just says. My question is: Are you in the ESBC boxing game? You know, I was working out a deal to get in the EA Sports game, and mm. we almost had the deal done, and then all of a sudden it fell out. That was many years ago, and then it, I. And whenever I hear about a game after that deal fell out at the last minute. I, I don't... Listen, if they want to put me in the game, great. If they don't, great. I, I mean, I'm I'm cool either way. That's why when fans even come to me talking shit, like, on Twitter, I'm like, bro, I'm good no matter what you say. Like, my my the way I view life is just different. Like, I'm, I'm good either way. Like, I fucking love this show. Like, I love... I've been on here three times, but y'all just was like, I ain't fucking with him no more. I'd be like, I'm cool. Like, I did the shit three times. I'm not going to shit on them. They're great. But, of course, I want to keep coming on here. So, of course, I want to be on the fucking game. But if they don't well, call me, I'm good. Well, I don't know about the fucking game, Chan. But, we, you know, we want to <laughs> keep, keep you on the show. Yeah. We yeah. want to keep you on the show. I got casual boxing fan that says, do you think fighters like Ryan Garcia, who still do novice things like close their eyes while punching and leaving their chin exposed, is a product of unwillingness to learn and... What would you say to a fighter about these things if you were to train them? Um, I think everybody at some point maybe hit somebody and closed their eyes. I think even when you get hit with a good shot, you lose sight for a minute, mm. uh, like a second, like a like a second. So I won't think that is a big deal. But I will say him punching with his chin up in the air is a major problem. Like that's a major problem. And if they don't get that fixed. Soon, like, if he, he's going to get clipped. Like, he's going to fight a good counterpuncher, and he's going to get clipped. And that and that's going to be, um, that's a problem. Like, everybody was talking about, well, Tank was losing the fight against Roley, and he got, he, I was like, bro, he fought smart. He knows he has two shotguns that he can mm. let off at any fucking time. Like, he knows Roley's strong. Why is he going to go out there and just trade punches with him? He fought him smart like Roly fights dumb like you we know you strong you don't got to go out and show everybody you strong so I, I think Tank Tank is is uh above the class but I think Ryan needs to fix that chin man most definitely you can't be throwing punches like that 
and, and, and getting clipped, man, especially with a good counterpuncher. It's crazy. Uh, last one is from Brandon in Houston with the best question of the day. Tank versus Keith Thurman, December 2022. That's who he'll fight if he doesn't get Ryan. Who wins? Um, I'm, I'm going <laughs> at 147. Being that I've seen Tank beat guys at um 54 in the gym, just beat the shit out of them. I, I'm going to go with Tank, man. Because I don't know what Keith Thurman... Over Keith Lex? Yeah, I just don't know what Keith has. I, like, I don't know what we getting. He going like, to take uh, his he, mouthpiece yeah, out. You know that. He's a politician, bro. Like, body. He, He's going to politic. I'm not fighting this guy. I'm not fighting Boots. I'm not doing... You know like you know that uh, there's been so many comparisons. Obviously, I, I believe it was Ness who started this shit. You know, asking Keith, would he take that, right? You started that, Ness? Bo with Boots, right? No, I started it against Tank because, you know, it was Ella B, like, basically, like, you know, saying Tank could beat Thurman. And I'm like, look, if they offered you that, would you fight Tank? That's a big fight, which it is. It is. Honestly, I yeah. hope they bring it back. Like, I was the only one talking about it. People were laughing at me, but Thurman's been looking a little wounded. Tank looked like a monster versus Barrios. Thurman couldn't knock out Barrios. Tank had my man doing cartwheels like he was part of Cirque du Soleil or something. Right. Barrios had Thurman taking his mouthpiece out and fucking... So it only makes sense. Thurman versus <sighs> Tank. And, and Thurman did 600 pay-per-view buys. You want right. to take Tank over... Because let's be real, Tank's biggest pay-per-view was with Leo, who's a Mexican. Other than that, under 200. Right. Use Tank, or or not under 200, but 200 around. Not not 225, like the Leo. So use Tank versus Thurman, that might go overboard. Who fault do you think it was, if it doesn't happen, if y'all reports are true, who fault do you think it is Tank and Garcia didn't get done? Honestly. I'm going to say Ryan. I'm going to say too? Tank has been making big money for a long time. It's not hard to please him. He knows, like, him and Al got a relationship. Mm -hmm. He on pay-per-view for the last four fights. Yeah. <laughs> Tank's not disgruntled. I, in my opinion, not financially. His his issues has always been, and, and, and on Twitter we see, are with Mayweather. Not with Al and that money. That money right. has been right. And then, and then kind of, the fuck? Do you think, think your watch talking to you, champ? You, know? you think... Tell her, shut up. You think they... He, they've done him a disservice with the opponents. I, we, you know, you know that's my man. So no, I'm, I'm asking. Funny. I like getting y'all perspective. But do you think that's it's hard has to done... answer that normally because you know Ellaby defends it so well. If we're doing a disservice to Tank by not putting him in with the opponents you allegedly want, then why all the opponents you allegedly want him to fight want to fight Tank? And guess what? He's the only one on pay per view. Why none of y'all on pay per view? You want me to fight Devin, he got five belts, non-pay-per-view. Loma, oh, he's a declarated amateur and uh, whatever, whatever, no pay-per-view. Michelle Rivera, no pay-per-view. Ryan Garcia, he's a big star, Gatorade, oh, uh, he was with the NFL, fucking little Wayne, no pay-per-view. Like, so really the star is tank. So really right, Mayweather right. did the best thing because I don't see none of them dudes popping like Mayweather. Ain't none of them dudes doing 225000 pay-per-views. Ain't none of them dudes bringing home $5 million. they got the ESPN They ain't bringing home $5 million. Devin made, like, what? How much did Devin made 2.8. And what did Long Ryan just made two. Okay, and then what did the boy make? George, he made, like, six. What did he make? Ten. Ten, okay. In his country. Because he brought all the belts over there, and he brought in he brought an entire Where did he get the money from? The network? No, no, the country. The government. The government gave him, okay. 
So because he brought an event to the country, that's at, why. At some point, if the fights ain't being made with Tank uh, that we want to see, who do you blame? At some point, you, I mean, we got we got. I, I blame the rival promoter because just like with Canelo, right? Just like Keller Plant, who I love and I'm sure you love, right? Like, but he he waited. He and did waited. Wait. He waited. And waited till he because got he ten. Because, but guess what he did? He waited to be the last one, and he waited to have the greatest check, just like Ryan. They looking at these guys. I'm I'm watching Billy Joe get eight. So hell yeah. Now I'm waiting. I'm. But you know what? What you know? The only reason he did get that fight is because he had something that was valuable to and Canelo. That's what the Ryan belt. Ha Ryan has that. It's a the race belt. to Ryan, Ishe. Because we think all. So? Know I know what you said about his power and his speed, but, you know, on this side, we think he ain't got no chin. I don't think he got the chin either. Oh, well, I then. So it's a race. It's Devin it. in the race, Tank in the race, Tio in the race. The first one to get Ryan beats him. His I, chin I don't hold I up. I don't think Tio looked that great his last fight. I think he needs to, to I, get... See, see, and I agree. Shit, he looked like I don't a think, star. Uh, let's I don't think let he him tell he it. Let let him tell he it. made a lot of mistakes. Purposely. Let, let Ness tell make, it. You know, Jesus Christ good, was resurrected. Yeah, no, yeah, he didn't look he that good, good to me, that man. He put on a show. I didn't think he looked terrible. I didn't think he looked bad. He just made a lot of mistakes. If I'm looking at Devin, if I'm looking at Tank, if I'm looking at Ryan, minus the chin up, like a counterpuncher will eat his ass up. They're still stuck on that power shit. Rate his performance for Ishe. Because he said A minus, I said B minus. Man, I give him, yeah, I give him a B minus C plus, bro. Not me. He don't think about what's coming back. I don't rate him against who he fought. I rate him against the other guys in his weight. Don't you you can't knock everybody out. He's still doing the same shit he did against George. And we saw where that got him with George. You can't knock everybody out. Everything is like, bro, settle down. Calm down. I, I used to be hella high on him. And I don't know what has happened, what, what has gone on. But no one is entertaining months. like him. No, no one no, is entertaining no, not, like him. Like, yeah, no. Tank brings excitement. But in his last fight, like you said, he chose to be smart. So as the level of competition goes up, Tank is going to become more of a Floyd. Just still a devastating now, puncher. I ain't gonna lie though. I still feel that, truthfully speaking, right, in their last performances, Tank to me had a better performance. He did. You know, the he knockout. Did. It was more the, explosive and devastating. Yeah, he did. Yeah, but not just that, he showed the movement, like to me, with Ryan. And I'm gonna I'm gonna do the same thing with uh Tio that I did with Ryan. Ryan came back against to go, went to distance. I did not think he looked good. I'm no, like, damn, man. he ain't cut off the ring. This, no, that, and the third. His chin was all up you in the what air, man. I think I tweeted that after the fight. Like, he need to get his chin down, man. His last fight gets the knockout. More notable opponent. That's all great. But it's I ain't see you cut off the ring one time. Your chin is still up. I'm like, so I see what you're saying because I look at it the same way. I'm thinking of Tio. I'm like, damn, like, does he even beat an Arnold Barboza? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the disrespect. No. Listen, as always, every time we have you, we run out of time, but that means that it's always a great time with you. So our producer actually has a note, and he says he's proposing Ishe Smith Tuesdays at least once a month to talk current events oh, in cool. boxing. Let's do it, man. But we do got to wrap it up. Okay. Um, Ishe, let everybody know where they can find you. Ishe Sugar Shea Smith um, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, man. And my name is Nestor Gibbs. Find me on Instagram and Twitter at NestGTO. And my co-host... Danny Alvarez at Ringwalk Danny 
on all platforms. We are the Boxing Voice. Catch us tomorrow. Actually, today's Monday. Catch us today, 4 p.m. Pacific, for another episode of Untitled. Peace. I didn't think he looked good. You crazy. I did. Man, you are tripping. He's still doing that same shit, telegraphing his punches, loading up.